Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Weddings, Liz. Weddings. No, no. Yes. Uh, what do you like about them? What bits do you hate? Do you know what? My idea of what my ideal wedding would be has changed so much from when I was idealistic and believed that I would actually get married. Right. Um, you know, I used to be like, oh, I can't believe those people who, you know, get married in their backyards. I, I'm totally one of those. I want a big, you know, I want columns. I want fountains. Yes, I want elephants, swans. I want weeping. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whole... Exactly. These days, my honestly, if I did ever find somebody and settle down, the ideal wedding for me would be in the front yard out at my parents' farm with festoon lighting, barrels for tables and a pig roasting on a spit. Like, or my other idea was just like parking food trucks on the property and let people, there you is know, a, something I, small and dinky, but yeah. Uh, it'll shock you to know, readers, that Tom is a bit of a sucker for weddings, but there's something in the scale and the, the, and the price and the, and, but I don't know what gets culled. I don't know what to what because they're so expensive, right? Yeah, Generally. and I feel like there's like it dep- uh, all the, like my secret pleasure. One of them is watching Bridezillas. Ah, uh, because yes. those women are fucking nuts, in, yes. and it makes me feel like the most sane human in the world to watch people lose their shit over decorations that turn out looking like absolute shit, and that's the way they wanted them. Yes, and they paid how much? You know, like. An eye-watering amount of money. I don't understand. And a friend of mine um, who got married probably about 15 years ago now, um, the bride is basically a, how do I put this, a wheeler and dealer. Mm. So she ordered everything without telling anyone it was a wedding. So she booked Uh, a function. She booked the florist. She's like, I want centerpieces. I want this. And then just before the wedding, she called up and added three bouquets to it. And they're like, oh, is this a wedding? The price changes. And she's like, no, no. No, no. I'm happy to pay what you want for the bouquet. But I don't. They're like, oh, but it's different for a wedding. And she's like, I've already ordered the exact Mm. centerpieces that I wanted. And then the venue was like, oh, is this a wedding? Oh, it's different. She's like, they're like, it's different food. She goes, no, I've already ordered the food that I want. You know, like it's already done. And I think that there's something to be, like, if you put in more effort, then you can charge more for a wedding. But I think if it's exactly the same product and there's a different price point, that shits me. Bit of a shame that you have to lie about what you're using these flowers in this venue for. Oh, all this food and these flowers in this venue? No no wedding here. If you can demonstrate that there is extra work or extra flowers or extra care going into it, I'll pay the extra money. Mm, Interesting. But yes, weddings. I mean, technically, I used to be like... 
like, I'm going to get married by 26, kids by 30. Yeah, of course. No, not happening. Wasn't I'm kind of a bit anti-wedding these days. I don't actually think I'll get married at all. That's your right. What's your favourite part of a, of a wedding? What's the, the food. Fa- food. Free just <laughs> just attend, attend this party, no, have look, this free food. To be brutally leave. honest with you, when I go to other people's weddings, my favourite, favourite part is always watching the person who is at the altar see the person coming down the uh, aisle. And everybody's always turning to look down at the person walking down the aisle. But I, every single time, will look at the person standing at the altar because the look on their face is one of the most pure and beautiful moments of emotion that you will ever witness in this life. A hot tip for you, uh, dear readers of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Uh, have a have a sneak at the groom at the, <laughs> at the or the uh, other the bride or the other bride. That's, yeah, forgive me. Sorry, yeah. whoever's at the, the altar. The most recent wedding I went to was a same-sex wedding, and the look on the bride at the altar just slayed me. Sneak, it was so beautiful. Sneak a peek at whoever's standing awaiting their beloved, Who's, their yeah. supposed beloved at the end yep. of the aisle. Wow. Well, hello everyone. I'm Tom Harrison. Sitting across from me is Elizabeth Best. In the middle of a storm, yes, there is a there is a hurricane of blowing outside. It sounds like so huddle in and shelter down. Down with us, uh, dear readers, as we as we uh, we explore a story. It's, yeah, it's La Nina in Brisbane. We're having we're having some crazy weather at the moment, and I'm kind of really into it as long as I am indoors. <laughs> and we've uh, it is a main, a main episode where we do have a guest that we've kept sitting here for far too long. It's very rude of us. Uh, so rude. Us. We're horrible, horrible hosts. So today we have small business owner, mum of five. Erin Davis. Come on down. Hello. Hello. Erin, thank you so much for taking time out of your, what must be incredibly busy life with five children. Oh, mate, I've got five kids, so you take every opportunity to get out of the house. <laughs> yes. Now, do you want this to be a 10-minute episode yes, to get we... back? Or do you want no. this to be a 10-hour episode? It be a 10-minute episode, just... but I'll stay here for You're like, oh, no, yeah. I had to stay in a hotel overnight. Oh, it's yeah. so oh, stormy. Oh. This podcast went on. They, they wouldn't shut up. They went on for eight hours, the pair of them. It was yeah. really tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had a really hard day, Michael. Stay home yeah, with the kids. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> so, look, we have some rules mm-hmm. on Ghost of Boyfriends Pass, yes. which every time we, we – like, sometimes I forget them. But just in case <laughs> this is your first episode listening, here are our rules. First of all, Erin, anybody that you speak about in this story, we have to have an alias for, just so that we don't get in trouble with the lawyers for being jerks. That's right. That tumbles into rule two because we don't want you at home listening who uh, – figures out who Erin is and who she's talking about. We don't want you uncovering their personal details, uh, home addresses, no, etc. don't no. figure out who she's talking about and be like, oh my God, they the, said this about you. What? Yeah, that's, not, that's not the point of having someone on here to share a story. That's we're here the for don't the, be a dickhead rule. Yeah, we're here for the story, right? Not yeah. for, not for uh, attacking or don't anything. Don't ruin this for everybody. And uh, the third rule is... Erin, please no threats on Mike. Okay. <laughs> yes. Noted. On Noted. Mike. This isn't a rule for you. <laughs> yes. It's a rule for everybody. Right. Excellent. <laughs> I didn't go, hey guys, we need it's, to pull out the no threats rule. Threats. 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 Yeah. But uh, that's our bit of admin uh, in. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's readers that have been listening to this show from the first week that get sick to death of hearing <laughs> the rules every single week. You However, love us, you put up with it. New readers join us every week. So think of the new reader. Help them, guide them into the, into the family with yeah. us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, old readers, and hello, new readers. So, look, it's quite prophetic um, that without any coaxing, you were asking about weddings because we're actually going to talk about 
<laughs> Aaron, people, how did you know? I dropped my pen in frustration because time and time again this, this happens happened. a lot. It what? happened last main episode with Annie as well when we were talking about what's the worst thing an ex has ever said about you and then it was all about communication missteps. We, we promise we very, very, very rarely plan anything no. on the show to, to, to one <laughs> another. Plan anything, anything ever. Literally how very anything. dare you I work so hard on this show. <laughs> no, these we don't we... tell each other our opening yeah, questions that's right. so that it's, they're a surprise. But we're going to talk about um, Aaron first marriage. Yeah, well, yes. And I was a wedding florist for quite a while. Yes. So, so, um, so when we're sitting yeah. here pissing on the wedding industry, yeah, you're I'm like, the one uh, that charges you thanks. more. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's uh, that's usually to do with the bridezilla-ness of the bride. Or sometimes the groom. Look, honestly, uh, I would add an asshole tax. There's, there is definitely an asshole tax. And yeah. I'm proud to say I did add it a few times. Yes. Would, yeah. I would name, I won't now, but I would name them. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is awful. Yeah, awful. amazing, amazing. Yes, so I have been married, well, I've been married twice which is a spoiler to the end of the story but I have been married I got I got married quite young it's like hindsight is of course a wonderful thing as yeah. I'm sure so everyone that comes on says when when does this start how old were you I was you? about 20 right and I was living in Toowoomba and I was doing a theatre studies degree and I dated a few guys. One guy I found out was cheating on me and I did cut up his clothes in a moment of... Um, <laughs> good, good move. Good <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was quite She's strange. She's my kind of people. Yes, it's pretty know. hardcore. I was... I was a school captain. I was a very goody, very, very goody two-shoes. Like, I, I was the, the Carnival of Flowers queen. Oh, of course. I forgot yeah. you were the Carnival of Flowers yeah. queen. Which was fun. I mean, generally, they, I'm not aware of clothes cutting. But I had, date, you know, done the dating thing. And then I went out one night in good old Toowoomba downtown and, you know, bumped into this mysterious... I thought he was handsome at the time. <laughs> at the time. Right. Uh, okay. You know, the beard, goggles and whatnot. But um, he asked for my number. And I am old. Dear everyone in this room, you know, uh, but remember, anyway. well, not that. But landlines were still yeah. the major That's way the of communicating. Mode, yes. yeah. yeah, of course. So um, he got my number on his arm, and of course, then later when it all went to shit, I was like, "Damn it, I should have written the wrong digit." But you know, we can't know these things at the time. No, no. So he called me. We went out, and I thought, "This is how it works." I'm 20. Like I moved to uni. I, and he, of course, he was lovely at the start. And again, looking back. Uh, love bombing, major freaking red flag. Like, yeah. if that's probably one thing I would tell anyone, don't believe that shit. It's bullshit. Um, but lovely, he was older than me, about 11 years older than me, so felt very worldly. Wow, that's um, a big gap for that age. Gap. Like, yeah, there's yeah. not, mm. I never think that age difference is a big thing, but stage, like, life stage mm, difference is, much. and that's vast. Yeah, so he had been married before. Wow. And in my naivete, I just thought, well, you know, he's, he just didn't I find kind the of right like forgive people first. one, which yeah. sounds terribly judgy, doesn't it? I forgive people one marriage, and like, you know, it's not always easy. We, you know, things happen. And he had a daughter, um, Anyway, it was all fine. It was all fine. Um, I, sh- again, he proposed after a boys weekend. I think it was probably still quite inebriated. I didn't realise <laughs> how much until refle- upon reflection I did. But, yeah, I was right. like, this is, am- again, how this long? is how, how f- it works. How long? Oh, we'd been together about, gosh, 14 months or something. So it's not, right. you know. I thought, decent amount of time. But, yeah, like, this is what I was saying strangely in the opening. Mm. Like, I honestly thought that I would be married by 24, 26, kids by 28 at the latest. Like, that's how society told you it needs to happen. I think it's the narrative that you get fed. And you think this is how it's supposed to work. Right, yeah. Yeah. And someone comes along and says, hey, you married, and you go, well, yes. This is how life works. Yes. So I had, I fell pregnant and had a baby before we got married, which was 
a bit stressful for my family, I think. Sorry, <laughs> mum and dad. Um, but he, you know, that was fine. And then we got married. Loved my wedding, by the way. Great wedding. Loved my wedding. Great freaking wedding. Great yeah. wedding. At How the Empire Theatre in Toowoomba. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Fantastic. Art Deco. Very nice. nice. choice. Uh, and then, of course, things started to go. Oh, not of course. Things did <laughs> start to go. <laughs> of course. That's terrible. Of course. Uh, yes, with all as marriages. Exactly. They it all started go going down the uh, fucking oh toilet. Oh, God. Uh, I like it. <laughs> no. I like it well, I just, just little things at, like uh, like really serious things. Again, like not good, isolating me from friends and family. I have a very close family. So he was is still um he was orphaned around 18 mm. so young um i think he was very jealous that i had a close family yeah sure. yeah okay. so that was really difficult um and then having a new having a baby i'd not had a baby before so i was 21 i think yeah when i had my baby who's about to turn 17 which is wild to me but mm-hmm. um yeah like little things like that and then but would always uh redeem himself you know apologetic etc etc and I you know it was it was sort of up and down never never super at the time never super super bad of course it did it did get worse sure. sadly um and but then you still have those rose-colored glasses on oh my because god of the I think world life's a freaking musical it, like yeah. still now I think life's a musical and would commonly refer to myself as Pollyanna yeah that's fine <laughs> like I'm very open about that that's fine um but, yeah, it's really interesting when someone comes into your life. And, again, I thought, well, you know, marriage is meant to be hard. It's meant to be work. It's meant yeah. to et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then I fell pregnant again with twins. Ah! <laughs> oh, you'd think I would have worked out what the- <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That scares the shit out amazing. of me. Amazing. Yeah, and you that know was what's scary. even worse is that twins mm. run in my family, Ooh, like both yeah. sides. Yeah, so I'm very mate. scared of this. Yeah, just be very careful. No, again, so I had three babies under two. Which I wouldn't recommend. In Don't your early twenties, that, that yeah. Yeah. No, I was a baby. I was a baby. Yeah. So like, it just progressively got worse, and then I remember going. Oh, somehow I landed this job that I was. I ended up in charge of the opening of this brand new wine bar, and I thought this is freaking fabulous. Like I thought I was super cool, and I got into sort of organising events and things. Mm. And um, he was not happy about that. The other thing was he didn't have any parents. So so there was no one to had sort no of sounding board. No for this sound kind of no sounding board. Like my family were just sort of very hesitant. To, not hesitant. That's not the word. Um, they were worried, but it's very difficult when you see someone that you love in a terrible place because yes. they're not necessarily willing to hear what you have to say. Mm. Oh, we've um, gone through this yes, many times on this podcast. Yeah, yes. it's yes. hard. It's really hard. So, and my friend, you know, I sort of and because he was that much older, our friends, my friends, became obsolete because then we were hanging out with. him his friends so that was really interesting too that's one thing that worries me the most out of out of toxic relationships Mm. is when they manage to isolate you before you even realize that it's really this is the thing i find that really hard when people say i mean people are flippant about a lot of things but oh like why didn't you just leave it's not why wasn't he enough like why didn't he stop being yeah yeah but it's very difficult because it doesn't start that way you don't it's like the slowly boiling frog right yeah you know you it definitely doesn't start that way so once i had the twins I sort of started to realise think this was not ideal. Of course, the the first thing that comes to mind is not well. I must divorce him. Like I must get out. Because who thinks who that when you've got that? a family? And who wants as to be well? that? So 
I you never, especially in early twenties, you don't want to be a divorcee. Oh my god, like, no, a single mother 20s. of three. That's no, thank you. A, a, a point I'd never, I hadn't really thought about. Yeah, that's, that's intimidating like, as hell. Like a stigma attached very to very much, like, very much because I wasn't working, so I didn't have any money. Mm, Our money was sure. his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like quite stereotypical, classic abuse. So you got things. this. You got this bar opening. Uh, this yes, new bar job, yes, and which was like fantastic. That. No, yeah. and I remember think because it was a New Year's Eve thing, and I just loved it. It was fantastic, and I he came of course because I mean that's the perk of getting a great job. So they yeah. come along, and at midnight I was in charge. So it was it was all on me. Midnight's pretty important at a New Year's Eve. Uh, gig, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People want to know it's midnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and I and he got so stroppy because I did not come and kiss him Happy New Year. Oh, fuck's sake. And I remember you were working. Yes, yeah, so there's, you know, a lot had gone on before this and then I just remember that was when I thought this has to end. We're done. Yeah. So you remember, you kind of remember I remember that. and I can tell, like if I close my eyes and I think about it, I remember what I was wearing, where I was, who I could see and I, it was just this moment of clarity that just went, it, it was a very Oprah. Incredible. It yeah. Incredible. It was an aha moment, yeah. <laughs> Incredible, those moments of clarity. Not only do they hit you so suddenly mm-hmm. in the moment but mm-hmm. you remember them it's like time stops yeah. yes but yeah you, but you remember the those mm. exact details 15 mm-hmm. years 20, and I, 20 yeah, years yeah. even track. with different moments that i'm now going through in my head that mm. i remember i can also like as soon as i think about them i can remember the feeling that you oh, have yeah. in the pit of your stomach yeah when you know as well it's mm. almost like remembering it i feel it cortisol and you think right about up. it now yeah. Like, oh, yeah 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 and we went out to lunch that i didn't say <laughs> I didn't say. You didn't be like, oh, by the way, I've <laughs> right just realised. Hey, you were across the guns. room. By the way. Oh. No, we done. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. on the mic Forever. in the club. No, I did not do that. <laughs> uh, that would have been much more dramatic. I, the next day we went out to lunch and I said, I'm leaving. And we were in public. I knew that we, I felt like, oh, see, I feel even sick now thinking about it, which is funny, isn't it? That's, really? that's yeah. when you think about these things, it just, it it, pu- it puts your body back into mm, the state that it was when I you were doing it. I remember the music that was playing. Um, and I remember, he said, but I love you. Not like that. It wasn't that. It wasn't yeah. that of our life. <laughs> he didn't like. Unfortunately, rip his shirt no, no. There was the no breeze, shirt no. ripping. Um, and I just said, <laughs> probably in, in a very dramatic fashion. Sometimes love isn't enough, which well, I'm mocking it now. True. But it was very serious at the time. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a good line. Yeah, I was, and I did. I really believed it. I just thought, yeah, this is not enough. So, and by this point, mm. had you realised? that what was happening had been abusive, like financially Well, it got much, much worse. So after that, uh, he got much more abusive, So, um, which was horrible. And there's there's a lot of statistics that say that the most dangerous time for those relationships is when you leave because Mm. then whoever you're leaving goes, oh, shit, this is actually happening. My power is fading. And my power is fading. So we had a business. um, My car was in the business. My money was in the business. Etc. Etc. I had three little babies, um, and because of all this stress as well, I ended up. I am celiac, which is yes. <laughs> super fun fact, everybody. So but fun. what had no issues before this, and then they say that a stressful event in your life, like pregnancy or divorce or like high so work wild. stress, can trigger. So all of a sudden, I was really sick, heart sick as well, yeah. but also felt resolute that I was going to leave, and my family was incredibly supportive. At the t- when I decided to leave, which was a bit silly, or well, not silly, but they were overseas. Oh, and I think okay. that probably 
helped me leave as well. I don't know. I went to their house, but they weren't there. So, and he rang my parents in, I think they're in Shanghai. And um, did he dob on you? Oh my God, 100%. Yeah. What is with me? They've, this has happened (laughs) to me. And I don't understand. They call your parents not for help or anything, but they want to make sure that they know what you've (laughs) done. What is that? It's very strange. I'm a gog over here. Yeah. Wow, yeah. this is not yeah. a one-off thing. I've no. heard this from many women when when yeah, they leave. Weird. Yeah, when people leave or when something bad happens, they call your parents to make sure they know what you did. <laughs> Do you think like, like they think that your parents are gonna back them up on you or something? Back them like, up somehow. Like, I belong to them, mate. Like yeah. I'm the winner here. Yeah. yeah, I would love to know the percentage of parents <laughs> that go she. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then you get the call, she, young yeah. lady. Wow. Yeah, what the hell? I don't. Yeah. yeah. If anyone else has had that happen, please. Please write in. Oh. I want to know. I oh, yeah, please let me know. Uh, on my hands and knees, praying, begging <laughs> you to write your in. your partner ever dobbed on you with your parents? With your parents. Not yeah. yeah. It was very strange. And, and you know, made up all sorts of lies that I'd been cheating on him. I had, again, three babies under two. Yeah. So who fucking has time for sure. I knew. I don't even think I knew where my vagina was at that yeah. point. Like, yeah. no one was touching it. No. That's for sure. Sorry. That's, no. Sorry. Don't Tom. apologize. <laughs> Absolutely. There was none of that. There was this none of that. This is a sex and oh relationship. Podcast. We yeah. talk about penises and vaginas and everything yeah, in between. That. Bloody hell. But he, yeah, so he managed to cut off all access to money, cut off my card, stopped paying the car. Pay- that The car payments came a bit later because I had moved out and I knew it was coming. So I, um, my, my dad and his wisdom, who's a lovely, lovely human, um, we just delivered the car back to the old house. He wouldn't move out of the house. The police came around. When we went around to collect some things, he gave our eldest son some beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's not even 18 you mean, I was going to say, your so, eldest son who's only just 17. Yes, now. now. Yes. Okay, cool. So, cool, cool. And so I left when the twins were one, um, right. is when it sort of all finished. Um, and then... Yeah, so no money. <laughs> no, and he would like, I'll buy you groceries. You write a list and I'll buy you the groceries. <sighs> yeah. Mm. And the then, control, oh, like, I'm and again, the rash yeah. on my chest. <laughs> yes. Just Visceral thinking reactions. about yes. physical reactions. Knowing yeah. that it's you're horrible. in a position that you may have to accept that as yeah. well. Yeah. And again, my family incredibly support. I'm the first one in the history of our family to get divorced. So oh. that's super fun. Congratulations. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, no one wants that. No one wants to be the first in no. that no. area. Um, and so that, and dad just said, so he, I wrote a list and of course I had to write some gluten free. That was the point to that story yes. before. Um, I had to write, you know, I couldn't eat normal in inverted commas stuff. And he pr- delivered these groceries, but didn't provide the gluten free things because that was bullshit. And I didn't actually need like mm. stupid, stupid shit like that. All about that they control. Grasp at straws. Yep. Yeah. Total control. And dad just said, do not ask him for anything else. Yep. We will, you know, and he was, Gosh, he it's was great right. to have a good supportive family. Oh, I don't. My God. Amazing. So, and even like I had to go to Centrelink, which oh, that gives me hives. It's like, just it's, look, I'm very, very grateful for the support that the, I used to yeah. joke that John Howard was my husband. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> which was great because he never expected anything from me, so that was awesome. So look, just but, for anybody who's overseas, because we do have quite a few oh, overseas, yes, yeah, Centrelink is basically. 
basically yes. government support payments yes. for when you need them. That's and John word. Howard was a former Prime Minister he in was, Australia. He was. So he's, yes. the, he's the boss man. So yeah. he said yes to giving me money. And, you know, I was very – and rent assistance and things like that. Yeah. And, um, and even when I went – and I don't remember how my husband at the time um, knew that I was going to Centrelink. I, maybe I'd mentioned it. Mm. Um, but he turned up in the waiting room and sat next to me. Gross. Yes. And I did not make a scene because why would you – I'm not going to make a scene. Like You're not going to be that person at Centrelink. Be that person. No. And they denied my claim because he was there and how oh. could they, you know. It just, it was, again, just these awful, awful things. But That's so oh, manipulative. So manipulative. Oh, my God. And, to, you know, we, he was part of a big sporting club up there and told a lot of lies. And, the, again, like something I've learned through all of this is the truth does out. We, and we know this, right? It's very difficult when you're in the middle of it. Yep. And I, you know, I wasn't particularly well known, but within that group, yeah, you know, we knew people, and he. You poor, sorry, you poor thing. Mm. You're trying your hardest in this story to get to to do good things and and, and like <laughs> I and, the same musicals, and it, and it won't, musicals, and it yeah. won't happen for you in this story. And I'm upset about yeah, it. I'm it's, sorry, it's, it's not um, good. It's it was not good full enough. On. Well, people were ringing my family uh, and abusing my mother because of my behaviour to this person. To this person who's abusing bonkers. It was bonkers. Cool. And fast forward to many, many years later, my family still lives in Toowoomba and I run into these people quite regularly and I am not kidding, every single one of them has apologised to me. Yes. Great. Good. So there is, there are, you know, silver linings to shitty tunnels. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Clouds. Clouds. I think the silver lining is the clouds It's the clouds. Not a shit tunnel. (laughs) tunnel. Felt like a shit tunnel for a while. Um, yeah, he look, he would turn up at daycare and sit outside and I would get calls from the daycare going, he's threatening to take the kit. Like, it oh, was at least shit. they're calling you. Oh, oh they were fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. I, again, another silver lining yeah. of the tunnel. Um, <laughs> I engaged a lawyer and I remember my mum saying, you need, you know, I think we need, you need a lawyer. Yes, right? absolutely. Like, okay, cool. Like, I, lawyers fascinate me. I think they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I would like to be one. Yeah. Um, and I just picked someone out of the yellow pages. Yeah. Which again... <laughs> That landlines and yellow ladies pages. and gentlemen in other countries <laughs> and and youngins, that is a giant book that used to be full of it every phone giant. number. Mm. Yeah. Anything you needed, you could use it as doorstop. It was that <laughs> massive. You could probably do a lot of injury by dropping it on somebody's totally. head. So I picked a lawyer, and again, I remember what I was wearing the first time I went in. She wow. is exceptional. She is an exceptional human being. She came to my second wedding. Gee. She's amazing. I just get little talent crushes on people who when you walk oh, man. in and they massive. just like smash their job. Massive girl crush. It's those, yeah. those everyday superhero type yes. of people where you're just like, and you walk you're out just feeling your, empowered. I've, yes. I've, I've, I've known nurses like this. And yes. you just, I just 100%. look at them like you are a saint and a god for the way you you're so doing much. your job yeah. and yeah. you should yeah. be, be paid and I much ne- more. Yeah, I never <laughs> felt... Um, I never felt stupid. I never felt judged. I never felt so like good. I didn't know what I was doing. She never made fun of me when I said I've bought a new outfit to wear to court. Yeah, yeah of see? course. <laughs> Important thing. Important Again, stuff. I'm, I'm a massive fan of denial. Like massive, <laughs> massive. It's, it's where I reside most of the time. Ignorance is bliss. Oh it my god! Is. It's so much, so much. Um, and I had so probably. And this is not. This is going to sound terrible, but was funny one night on the town. And this is how. I learned about um, DVOs. I didn't know anything about them previously. Mm. Didn't I've never had any cause to. Um, I didn't realise that you could put a DVO, request a DVO on someone or the police could do it on your behalf. Yes. Found this out. 
I was out one night talking to a male friend of mine because my, I was living at my parents and mum and dad, again, incredibly supportive. And I wouldn't, <laughs> I was not out drinking every night, mum and dad, just to be clear. Yes. Um, but you <laughs> she's know, a mother, she's allowed exactly. one night a week. I was like, ah. And I'd put them to bed and off I would toddle. And I, again, cr- um, caught up with old friends and mm. so made, you know, reconnected with ooh, with people that I knew. Um, and I was talking to a male friend and I, who did I spy across the bar? Mm-hmm. Um, the man I was trying to get divorced from. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, physical, he decided that he would um, assert his authority and physically assaulted the guy that I was talking to. The security got involved. Again, like really grateful for great security. Like yep. they were on it. He was so drunk. He obviously thought he was running away from <laughs> from the police. Again, time slowed down. He thought he was running. He was not running. It was incredibly slow motion. And he got absolutely smashed by like five police officers <laughs> and just thrown into the back of the divvy van. Is that like, what is that called? Paddy van. The paddy wagon, yeah. yeah. Um, again, it's not funny. Like at the time, it was terribly, it would have been horrifically scary, terribly right distressing. Now. Yeah, and the but police. A, a nice were little great. clip to have in oh, your memory. Oh, mate, just I to replay. That. Yeah, <laughs> whenever it was you want. So good. That's replayed exactly. again. Exactly. Yep. So bloody good. And Fantastic. you know, we had to go to mediation before you get divorced or apply for divorce. You have to attend. Yes. Or at least attempt mediation. He never showed up. Shocking. Is I'm that aware. still the case? Do you still have I to do mediation, or can you do no I fault actually, divorces now? I'm not sure. I think it's. Yeah, I don't know. That I seem to never know. That seems pretty know. shit that you have to go through mediation. Oh, I want to. I want to find out what that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful. Again, the mediator was a really lovely person. Um, it was just, and it, yeah, again, like when traumatic things happen to you, you don't. You try and just forget. Yeah. that it's happening to you. Yeah, which is weird. And meanwhile, I'm raising three children, babies, 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 and I, like I saw, I rented a house and I picked the prettiest house with of a course. beautiful garden. And you do. <laughs> Whenever you've been in a crap relationship, you pick a safe haven that yeah. is so you and so, so serenity really now. Lovely. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was like one of the oldest cottages in town and had this gorgeous cottage garden. And, Stop it. You know, yeah. Stop it. It was lovely. It was very it. nice. Yeah. Yes. And then when I'd have to go to court, and which is interesting now, because if I have a stress of something stressful, my house will be tidy because yeah. it's just the way I process. Like, I'm not if I certainly have not OCD. Stressful, can like, you come to my uh, house? 100%. <laughs> love it. I just, I always thought, and it was never ever mentioned. I just always worried that if I, when I had to go to court, that for some reason they would throw this like surprise. We're going to check your house to see if you're a sure. good person. Wow. Yeah. And I would buy flowers. I would scrub the toilet. I would like it was wow. ridiculous. So I did have a nice tidy house though for quite a while. And no one ever came to my house, by the way. So. Producer I mean, Zane has just sent yeah. through a message saying yes, it is still compulsory in Australia. Oh, there to we go. Mediation yeah. before a divorce. That's foul. I hate it. Yes. I hate it and that, that rule can go in the toilet. <laughs> in the bin. Put in it in the bin. In the bin. I mean, my dad's a mediator now, so, I mean, he needs work. Yeah. So but you can have <laughs> so many other things in life to yeah. mediate. That's if so someone offenses. doesn't want to be yeah. in so a marriage, things. you shouldn't try and talk them back into it. It's yeah. really strange. And then by the time... I feel like I'm jumping all over the shop. I remember going, like, I had to go to court to get divorced in Brisbane, which felt like a big, you know, adventure to the city. To the bought slide. a new yeah. outfit, yeah. big city, <laughs> bought big a new courts. outfit, remember what I was wearing, like, yep. and I'd bought new underwear. <laughs> I don't know why. Just in case they go, surprise underwear check. <laughs> yeah. Surprise underwear Hang check. Hang on, what's this? What the <laughs> hell? All in your underwear? <laughs> Terrible mother. No, no custody. So nice. My underwear was lovely. And but you I... also want to feel like there's something to be said for power underwear. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, and, and yes. new, uh, even new underwear. You just want to yes. feel like you're strutting when Some you well, have to go through high stress. Well, funnily, again, not a funny situation, but I had washed 
you know, as you do, you wash your clothes yes. when you buy them. Um, and I had a white shirt. It was from Q. Oh, beautiful, yeah. 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 And at the time, Q was really into like little waistcoat, like cinched in waistcoaty things with little frills Peplums. and whatnot. Peplums. Peplums, yes. Yep. And I wore one of these over the top and I thought, my bra's still a bit wet. This is fine. It's fine. It'll dry. <laughs> no. Went into the toilet. <laughs> had to wait. So waited. And, went, and it's like fucking hell. Waiting in and the waiting room for divorce in. court yeah, is yeah. fucked. Are you like, arming up between the, the hand dryer and getting Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I went into the toilet. I thought, it's a bit hot. I'm going to take this waistcoat off. And I could just see. Bra. It was as though oh, I had no. been breastfeed. I uh, could never yeah. breastfeed, but I assume it's what you would look like if you had leaked all over your shirt. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was a nice black lacy. I was like, oh, no. fuck, I can't have this. is awful. Would <laughs> have put it back on. <laughs> Thankfully, I put it back on. I'd, lucky I didn't just take it off, off, off. in the waiting room because that yeah. would have been mortifying. Yeah. But yeah, even again, a shitty, shitty shitty place to be amazing staff really great but you're sitting in there and they read out and you're in a room with maybe like 10 to 15 other couples that are getting divorced and not everyone attends wow. so I was there by myself and you know just oh fuck it was so just the absurdity of that it's whole absurd. situation they read through your relationship history Erin <laughs> you met on this day. It's kind of like a, this. This is your life this situation. Life. Oh. And when you started cohabitating, and when you had children, and when it stopped, and but and you just like and I'm I sat sorry, there. But if you oh, want to get horrible. divorced, you shouldn't have to jump through these yeah. hoops. I kind of love that your audience is other people going through it. Oh, I kind and you're of like so half like, of them are going fuck you, and half yes. of them are being like amen. Yes, yes. yes. So and I you just, I just remember sitting there and also taking note of how unattractive the courtroom is. Like it wouldn't kill them to have a floral carpet. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, just, you can go up afterwards and be like, "Hey, I'm yeah. thinking of starting a small business in styling. <laughs> um, just call please me. call me." It was very drab, yeah. but um, it was very sad. And I just remember sitting there with you know big fat hot wet tears, wet obviously tears are wet. Mm. Um, yes. Coming down and just thinking this sucks balls but by that stage I had met my what is to be my second husband uh, yes so I used to rib him quite regularly that he was dating a married woman because I thought it was hilarious <laughs> um, I don't know if his parents thought it was hilarious but I whatever rem- now I remember the start of this relationship because oh, I remember Michael mm. being very um <laughs> cute about it and he was just like oh it's just we've been friends for a while and yeah. then like it's it's sort of something more now and because <laughs> I met him through his sister so yeah. I didn't I'd met his obviously his sister but I'd met his parents before I'd met him uh, and but he was so concerned with making sure like he because we this was when we worked at a magazine right so mm. it was a whole bunch of girls and Michael <laughs> right <laughs> who is Sorry, Michael Davis. Oh, <laughs> he won't mind his name. Yeah, that's I'm okay. Sure. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I call him is Michael Davis. He's not just Michael. He's Michael Davis. Yeah. Uh, not creative at all. So to work at a magazine is hilarious. And then he married a creative, which is yeah. just. Yeah. But, but because he had a room full of women, I do remember <laughs> at times where he was trying to make sure that he was supporting you in the right way. <laughs> which yes. must have been so difficult. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. different questions of us t- and, and getting really excited. Because I remember back then we all used to go to trivia every week. Oh, do you yes. remember we used to do trivia? Oh my God. The first night that he brought you to trivia, he was so oh, fucking excited. He was so fucking nervous. And like, <laughs> he's the nicest guy, right? So to go it's from very quiet to go yeah. from dating fuckwit incorporated to Michael, yeah, very different. Yeah, and like, yeah, we were just mates. But and again, what was like, it that made it turn from? Because oh, he was a fucking nice guy. I was just like, yeah. this is he was just nice. Yeah. He was just nice, which sounds really flippant, but just. Was there a moment, yeah. do you remember a moment where you went, oh, oh fuck, actually, I like him? Well, when, this is another horrible story. 
<laughs> Another horrible story the best, in, the, in the cavalcade of horrible stories. He came up to talk because he was living in Brisbane, came to Toowoomba and we went out and I love antique shops. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. They're fabulous. It was yeah. raining. It was cold. Great antique shop next to a coffee shop. And I said, I'll take you there. We'll have a look. And it's really beautiful stuff. And I was looking in this cabinet and some of my jewellery had gone missing. Oh, dear. Yeah, you know where this is going, right? Yeah, so some of it had gone missing and it was my great grandma's and my grandma's jewellery and I was the only granddaughter. So I got everything. Oh. Fucking fabulous. But um, in the cabinet next, and I knew the owner because I was there pretty regularly. And um, I thought, gee, that looks like, oh no, it is. Yeah. There's about four or five oh, pieces and my. Horrible. Yeah, like, and so I was with Michael. We were on a date, and it, oh god, I would like, have just started sobbing. Yeah, it was very surreal, and I don't. And like again, like I was living on a very meager income. Like I didn't have a lot of money. I'd had some put away, saved, and I just didn't even. I just bought it back, and mm. um, and he offered to pay to buy it back because Good that's man. who. He yeah, is. and like that's yeah. not the only thing that turned me towards Michael Davis. But yeah, I, I wasn't nervous being in his company. And he, you know, there was lots of things that happened that I didn't even tell him because I just think, well, he doesn't probably doesn't need to know all the ins and outs. Like, Especially some like of it's pretty fucking horrific, like, and I wouldn't tell anyone. I think I'll yeah. take some of that to the grave. So yeah, yeah. He um actually when I knew that I wanted that there was something more, someone ran into the back of me when I was down here visiting him, and I wanted to ring him before my dad. Oh, Jeez. that's how you know. Wow. Yeah, like, like when you in a moment of. Yeah, yeah, panic. I was just like, oh, no, Michael Davis can fix this. So, yeah, he – and look, honestly, I gave him a bit of stick, but the f- I think on our second date or something – because we were friends. And again, back when MSN Messenger – Yes, yeah. I remember Yeah, well, I spent yes. a lot of time on that. Oh, and he, he gave me a computer, like one of his old – he's a massive nerd. He won't mind me saying that either. Yeah. He would tell you that. Um, Builds computers, fixes computers. Loves it. Like our internet is amazing. Like I just – everything's wired. It's uh, great. Yes. I still um, remember back in the day that he was the one who had like a hard drive just full of TV shows. And oh, yeah. Like, oh, yes, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I don't know that, how that happens. Can that, I just come and have yes, a party at your house and get some of that out? But he, um, so yeah, he's this, a good egg. This lovely, genuinely mm. good guy mm-hmm. came along as you were just coming, just yeah, coming just out like of this. Yeah, just like my way out. Uh, it's yeah. a real. Which know, is weird, and I'm, I'm sure, like you know, like, people always say you'll find them when you're not looking, which is so funny. I haven't been looking for four years well, now. Yeah, exactly, like it's like, nah, that's bullshit. Where nah. are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not meant to be looking. I'm like <laughs> tapping yeah, stop, my watch. Stop it. Stop looking. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, he's he's a good egg. But uh, yeah, on our probably our second date when we were like, this is you know, this could be something. I said, just so that you know, I think I want to get married again and have more babies. And the poor bastard. Because this is a woman that he's <laughs> yes. just started dating with three children already. Yeah, well, he got three kids. Because I still remember him yeah. going, she's got three kids. And I was like, Michael, <laughs> I would too. I fuck. can't imagine if a mate said to me, like, well, if your son, like if one of the boys now came home and said, I'm dating someone that's currently married with three kids, I'd be like, fucking head for the hills. But Jesus. I still remember like, when I'd come over terrible. to your house and having them call him dad was oh, yeah, really that sweet. Was pretty like cool. even yeah. fairly, like, not early on, but like. No, but pretty. Yeah, like pretty, like uh, yeah. They were just like, "Hey, Dad," and I was like, "Oh my god!" And that was probably more of a big deal than anything else because I and I said to him, "I don't. This is not (laughs) something that I expect. This needs to come. If you want that to happen, that's great. But you also need to inform your family because I don't. And they're lovely. His family is lovely. There's no issue. But you know, I think that would be very, very confronting. Well, because there'd be a lot of people, especially in you know small town gossip, thinking that you want to trap a daddy, being that you just got rid of one. Yeah, you know." Yeah. Yep. No, he was. It was 
quite um yeah it's yeah, it's lovely but he is he is lovely yeah Michael Davis yeah very lovely but he knows that I know you think that anyway but yeah like for to, for me to say I think I want to get married and have more kids and I said I don't specifically mean with you to be clear I just need you to know that but that's I need what you I to want. know that and if that's that if that means you know we just hang out for a while and then it doesn't go anywhere that's cool too so it went well we got married yeah we had two more kids so your wedding was very cute oh, the wedding was again liked my wedding although I mean it's interesting I don't know how many people have been on here that've been married multiple times if I had my way I would have gone to City Hall in a fucking great dress and had a fantastic dinner but Michael had not been married before so wanted uh, you got to got celebrate with yeah. people and which was fine we but had a good time but you had a fairly like rusticy yeah at Kenilworth it was fun there was like roasted meat and yeah. whatnot lots of red wine she had a beautiful yeah. like um, vintage outfit with a headpiece and oh yeah made part of my outfit beautiful and, yeah it was fun but the boys walked me down the aisle and yeah so like but the, probably the biggest thing dating someone I just remember saying to him I, because I was living in Toowoomba still he was still in Brisbane for me to move away from my family um, with my children and side note the kids have not seen their biological father since the day the twins turned two and they've just turned 15 Um, so occasionally he would pop up threatening and you know just being a general general uncomfortable yeah yeah yeah. and again I would just ring my fabulous lawyer friend and um, it would be sorted but not yeah that and that's probably a more weighty decision is um, when you do have children introducing them to someone new also dealing with their you know and that's I think that may bring issues as they get older but has that that been a choice that the children have made not wanting to see their dad they I've always been pretty like it's not it's not a taboo stuff like it's not something you sit around at Mm. dinner every night and be like hey remember Remember, remember, remember that, that time. Remember that remember other that guy. Time, yeah, um, but it's not a taboo subject. I think as they're getting into the headiness of puberty and all the rest of it, they're sort of trying to work out who they are, mm. where they come from. You know, it's, and again, I don't have any point of reference for that because I grew up with both my parents, so mm. I don't know how that works. But um, yeah, it's been it's been not too bad, and mm. I, you know, I'm happy to contact him if they want to. Yeah, um, and I think my eldest has had some contact with him in the last probably six months. Sure. Mm. And he's okay. discussed that with me and that's fine. Like, But yeah, look, whatever. as you said, the truth will out and I can't imagine I that did Look, I kept every bit of paperwork. I can't imagine that he's suddenly <laughs> reformed. No. And look, I know that he went on to get married again and have children because child support lets you know that he'll be getting less <laughs> right. money because yes. he has more children to support and that whatever, that's his choice. And then I know that he got divorced again because child support told me. <laughs> it's funny. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it's a weird... Chinese whispers through the government. Oh, it's weird. No, and again, Chinese whispers, I don't like that term, but that's what, what do we call it you now? You said paddy wagon oh. before, and I that's a dig at the Irish. Well, <laughs> look, I'm just being an offensive asshole today. Yes. I actually didn't know that was a dig at the Irish. Well, it's a paddy yeah, wagon. It's paddy. where you chuck the drunk Irish people. Oh, oh, I, didn't I didn't know, know that that's either. where that came from. Okay, so I'm so, a hideous I mean, person. I apologise for that, and I also need to find a new word for that because Chinese whispers is so terrible. So I need to know, are we bashing the, the Irish or not? telephone game. <laughs> You know the tele- they call it the telephone game. Telephone where you, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, oh. where it's um where the message gets diluted every time it gets. Oh my yeah, god, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm, yeah. the government grapevine the in government the UK. Grapevine. They do. That's, that's, I get that made me more sense. There's an app now. I don't even have to get letters. I used to get so many letters. Oh my it was god, like forty pages. It was ridiculous. I'd send it to you in a big envelope. But no. yeah, I mean, if anything, I'm pretty grateful for the government. Thanks, government. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so relieved <laughs> and happy for you that at at, at the end, in the end, you found a good. Like good guy came along and yeah. happiness was found its way to your door because what a it's quite strange isn't it but it, like honestly Tom, denial 
it's the best. <laughs> Compartmentalization, <laughs> is man. That, is that what is that the lessons learned for this that's week? A lesson. What did you learn? Mate, just hey. it's a skill that pays off later in life too, because you're just like, oh, I don't want to think about that shit thing that I have to do for work or whatever. Just, uh, I can, mm, let's yeah. just press it down. <laughs> let's just well, press what's the down. song um, in the Book of Mormon? Turn it off. Oh, turn it off. Oh my god, like I love that song so much. Switch. Yeah, life it's, is a musical. It's life is a musical, bitches. So yeah, <laughs> but no, it's it can be good, but I think uh, it left me with some residual. I ne- I always like to have cash on me. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. yes. good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like good. Michael would not care if I went and bought twenty elephants on a credit card. He would not give a shit. He would say, "Do those elephants make you happy?" And I'd say, "Yeah." yeah and he'd be like, "I'm great, yeah. enjoy." Yeah. He don't care. He's not gonna, you know. Whereas the previous person would go through, and of course, had I had to have a credit card, so I was traceable. And he would say, "Why did you spend this five dollar coffee?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I see that you had three coffees today. Like it's fucked. And if so, if oh anyone God, listening, just- if someone's doing that to you fucking run away yeah um yeah and now and then so that was a big deal for me to move in with Michael also meant that my financial status changed also for him big deal to take on take on in inverted commas um that's a terrible term too because like yeah it's not taking me on um but to to accept yeah Yeah, it's not a great word for that is it but yeah it's hard because and we still had separate accounts yeah Yeah, and so for and I just said I and it like gave me a physical reaction and he like he would put chewing gum on a credit card (laughs) you don't care and I would be like no I would buy that with cash thank you very much I need to sometimes be I need to be non-traceable yeah Yeah. Uh, I think everybody does I think this is one of my lessons is that if you are starting to feel that little bit of panic right below where your ribs Mm -hmm. end in your solar plexus maybe have a look at your life because as we said it's really difficult to tell when you're being cut off from people but if you realize that you haven't seen your family in a while oh, yeah mm. um, because there's always something else that your partner wants you to do if you realize that you start to if you wanted yeah. to buy something could you do it without somebody knowing mm. if you zoom out yeah and look at it I did forget to tell you one of the most horrific stories you want to hear it? yes I mean I mean sorry I didn't mean to sound so enthusiastic <laughs> no, no, horrific no, story because it was like it's pretty terrible but it's pretty You'll get, if you you'll can't get, you'll laugh about it. Well, yeah, because I so. think, look, the moral of this story is don't tattoo anyone's name on your body. Oh, no. I did not. Fantastic. I did not. Yes. Come old on. mate, old mate had a business and it was incredibly fucking stressful. He expected me to do the books, which I never did. I'm shit with that. It's not my thing. Anyway, closed it and I said, why don't you go? And this, there was method here as well because I needed a break. And I said, why don't you go away? Like go away for a holiday celebrate having a business and now getting working for someone else so you'll have this steady income so he went for like two weeks which is fucking great but came but went with a mate came back and he had my name tattooed oh. over his heart fantastic no. i'm sorry so it's terrible that's gross fantastic. it's so terrible it's so look the font was all right i was okay with the font so <laughs> yeah. i mean as yeah. a fellow font yeah. enthusiast yeah. that is important so i was okay with that yeah as long as it's not in papyrus or comic sans <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was at night got back in the, at the night in the night time oh, no. in the dark Next day, really unwell, like sweats really bad. And one of his testicles was incredibly inflamed. I was like, oh, that's weird. I had to call the ambulance. He oh, was so sick. And he's yeah. a big guy, like yeah. tall, broad, yeah, right. like I couldn't have gotten him in the car. 
two ambulance officers had to get him on the gurney. That's what it's called, isn't it? The yes. Gurney. Yeah, yeah. Take him to hospital. My mum's a nurse at the hospital. Mum and I look very, very similar. We could be sisters. There's a point to that. Got to the hospital. <laughs> he had an STD. Ah. Uh, that he had acquired uh, while he was away. There we go. So the tattoo was a fucking guilt tattoo. Oh. Yeah. Tom just what did What a dickhead. Yes. Threw his hand what up. What a dickhead. Of course. Yes. Of and course. the doctor, because the, do- the doctor that came in said, oh, gosh, you look like... I won't say my mum's name. She yeah. probably won't yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. But um, you look like so-and-so. I said, oh, that's my mum. And he said, just, I just need to chat to you outside. Like, can you just just come out here for a minute. Took me away. And he goes, mate, that thing, you only get it from an STD. He said, do you need to be tested? And and I said, oh, he's just been away for two weeks. He said, yeah, it's got about a six to seven day incubation period. And it's nasty. He said, oh. it's nasty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love a good, oh. honest yeah, medical yeah, professional. Yeah, he was really great. And he's just said, I said, okay, well, he yeah, he's just been away. Oh, I said, Lord. and we there's been none of that so here yeah. and he said okay because if you need to be tested I can get that done it's fine um, and oh he came so close to having it cut off and I was fucking joyous <sighs> and no the bloody antibiotics worked it at the last survived. minute yeah. stupid science yeah stupid sorry science. so yeah that's jumping yeah, around a modern bit modern medicine yeah. but yeah I just okay, don't so get that's your name another lesson. Don't it, ever it smacks of guilt like yeah. come on Ugh. don't ever get a name tattoo don't ever if you've done something shit don't go way the opposite way to prove your devotion because <laughs> yes, that is the Biggest fucking red flag in all of the listicles that you read online, how to tell if your partner's cheating, sudden displays of affection where there has not been is the number one way. Out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. Or the other one that the, the other way that it swings is they'll accuse you of cheating. Ah, oh, yes. and he did. Yeah, he did do that also. Yeah. So that was super yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, it's we projection. Heard, we heard that. We yeah. heard projection. Projection yeah. 101. Uh, a lovely learn, little Tom? bonus story uh, to lead me yes. to my uh, my lesson learned mm. in a in a every day is a school day <laughs> kind of way. I learned that you can develop celiac disease from trauma or pregnancy or th- I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. It just lays dormant. That sneaky, sneaky little fucker. Who yeah. knew? I yeah. really missed you. Who fear. knew? Yeah. Mm. And also med. People call your parents on you for <laughs> yeah. dropping on you. I've yeah. learned that. It is very dobbery. I reiterate, I need you. I need you yes. all to either write in or post a story on the Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy. If your partner has ever dobbed on you to your parents, <laughs> to your own parents, I need to hear about it because I've heard this. I've had my story. Mm-hmm. We've now heard Erin's. I've heard two two other friends who have had their, yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a control move where they're trying to, it's like they're trying to, they're like trying to wage war and they're trying to get their their army ready so they're trying to it's get people weird. on side yes, it's very fucking strange troops. in what universe and bonus story if your parents took his side i want to hear that too <laughs> oh, oh god because, oh, oh my god wow but uh, has mom, that ever worked yes uh, <laughs> That's that brief or any dating story, send it to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. We put these uh, little briefs out every so often to get to get uh, responses to. But if you have a dating story, sad, awkward, funny, you know, in, indifferent, write in, let us know. <laughs> we'll get you on the show. Erin, uh, it's not too hard, is it? To sit it's on not, a, too, it's hard. not too, too hard. It's quite fun. Little, it's quite little cathartic. Fun. Yeah, nice. I feel a little bit, you know. I know, like, I know. I, there was both a few times Erin's <laughs> just like scratched. 
scratching her chest. It's like we've both broken out in a little bit of hives. Yeah. Just thinking yeah, about but the this further kind of away thing. you get, I think it's and and not to be too Pollyanna about it, but honestly, the more people that talk about this shit, the more normal it. Feels. Even though it's shit, it's still shit. But I'm not. I'm not embarrassed because I mm. was conned. Yeah. This is yeah. this is the yeah. whole reason that that um, I wanted to do this podcast mm. was because the more we talk about these things out in the open, the more people will go, "Oh fuck!" Either that's me and I need to get yeah. out of it, or I want to share to make yeah, people even if feel it's one okay. Thing and they go, "Oh, hang on, or my partner if, does that." Yeah, or, whatever you or, say, or you go, "Shit, my." friend's relationship is like that and then you send the episode yeah. to them like we've we've proved on this podcast that we've actually had people come in who have heard an episode and gotten out of a bad situation because of it so that's what we want to do we want to normalize communicating about relationships as well as within relationships because Ex- it's so important exactly Aaron uh, in our endeavor to do that thank you well thank you for coming on and <laughs> and helping me. helping us do that everyone else you know where to write you know what to do you know to rate it you know to review it you know to share the show with someone else I'm sick of telling you but please uh Keep communicating. Be good people. Be before be the we go. Well. I've got to do the thing. Oh. We're still running our JBL yes. competition. Let's have it. So for this week, I think at least I think I'll close it after this week because that will have been running the for the doors are slamming shut. Six weeks, I think, by the end of it. Um, so if you would like to win a JBL Charge Five portable speaker, write in your story or apply to be a guest because basically these speakers are so great. They're portable. You can chuck them in a bag have them in a picnic, have them on the beach, waterproof, dustproof, got really big, nice bass, velvety sound, and it charges your phone, which is pretty great. It's worth $200, so who doesn't want that? Um, so it is a game of skill. I will be judging um, which who I would like to win that. I need to – the lawyers tell us that we can't say it's a game of chance. Um, so r- either write in your story or apply to be a guest and you will go in the draw to win that. And other than that, Erin, thank you so much for being a guest. What an entertaining and fucked up story. <laughs> I love it. Um, and, yeah, guys – if you, if you begin to notice that there's a little bit of cortisol in your chest when you're thinking about some different parts of your relationship, just ask yourself the questions. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There are known knowns known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.